One. We joined the Doctor as he travels the Vortex and landed episode number 140... Mime. Mime. 40 Mimes. 40 Mimes. 140 Mimes. Oh, God! (laughs) You thought the Zygons were scary. 140 Mimes. With thousands more waiting on ships circling the Earth. Ready to invade. As soon as Loch Ness eats up London. It's going to be Series 8, Attack of the Killer Mimes. Does it bother anybody else that the mime was talking? (laughs) (laughs) Crappy Doctor Who effects. That mime sucked so bad. He wasn't even in white paint, face paint. He was like a French mime. That's even scarier. Attack of the French mimes. (laughs) Sacre bleu! I'm trapped behind the wall! No, it's a box. <laughs> There's really I cannot get out. Because that's, that's how crappy a French mime would be. He would talk. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get out of this tiny box. Why do you pull me on the rope? Stupid Americans. <laughs> do you want to try that again? Yes, <laughs> let's try that again. So I have it open. Should we just call this episode 140 Mime? <laughs> oh, it's going to be the title now. Oh, I am, yeah. <laughs> I am totally doing a movie, and I'm going to call Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> and Dennis Quaid, and I'm going to go Enemy Mine, and they're going to go, We've already done that. I was like, No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Twitter, Twitter hashtag trend turn movies into mime movies. <laughs> mime of evil. That's the Doctor Who episode. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling the Vortex. We've joined the Doctor as he travels the Vortex and landed episode number 149. You can't rule the world in hiding. You've got to come out of the balcony sometimes and wave a tentacle. That's my rule of ruling. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys? Tickled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't pre-start this cast. <laughs> uh, some of that can be cut. Uh, how are you guys this week? I did a lot, so who wants to start? Uh, didn't matter. Um, this week has sucked. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys, it has. Uh, we had Halloween on Thursday, and so I went home on my dinner break, took the kids trick-or-treating, and early in the morning, my kids had a nice little Halloween parade at their school and parties. And we gave them, you know, took them trick-or-treating and ran them to my parents' house. Uh, I think through... The rest of the evening, Holly had taken them to Washburn because they can trick-or-treat at the dorms. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's neat. And they went to the mall, and they ate and trick-or-treated at the mall. And that was it. They ate at that new place? They didn't, but she uh, saw it there. Have you heard of this oh, new place? Geez. Ow! Sorry, listen. Topeka is the first place in the U.S. for a Malaysian food chain. Malaysian. I couldn't remember the, the ethnicity. It's, Malaysian. It's uh, hot and roll. Yeah. 
It's a strange combination of Asian favorites and American favorites and French favorites and French. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't quite. I don't. I don't know what else they offer, but Indian, there's something with a yeah. crepe and a croissant. Yeah. Oh, my breakfast. Well, but they, but they turn like I don't know what they do to it. <laughs> they make it Malaysian. <laughs> they make it Malaysian. I don't know where, where, where is this place. At? It's in the it's oh. in the food court. Oh, and it's an actual it's a legit chain. It's not some mom. It's, 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 it's overseas. A legit, it's a, this it's, is the this first, the first one US the location. States. Oh, really? Yeah. And wow. Apparently, a lady moved here. From yeah, that's what Dubai I'm <laughs> And opened it. So. Well, but it is part there, of a train. Like, train. It's part of a chain. There's it's not part of like a train. Two hundred in Asia, I believe. I remember correctly. How many? I think over 200. Oh, wow. Branches. I know, you wrote the story I did. I, I, uh, I don't remember <laughs> that was Friday. <laughs> I went cut, copy, paste. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We should, um, we, should, we should go for lunch sometime. <laughs> we and then this weekend was pretty humdrum. We did some home improvements. Got a whole bunch of stuff done that I had planned to do on my vacation days and I never did. <laughs> so I did it this week. Nice. That's it. Nothing too exciting for me. Guess what I did? What'd you do? I did not go to work or school because I was sick. Yeah. Mm. Sounded like you had the plague. Fluids were coming out of you left and right and up and down and back and forth. And you, you, you remember the the? Uh, I really did. The three, four, four five. What were they? What were they in, in uh, Children of Earth? The four, five, six. Yeah, four, five, six. I, I, I looked like a four, five, six. <laughs> Because uh, um, you were doing w- one and two, skipping three, and going on to four, five, six. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, yeah, it was horrible. I started feeling bad Monday night and with the shakes and just kind of had that, oh, geez, I hope I'm not getting sick because I've got too much to do. I can't be sick right now. And then I got sick, and I don't know if it was food poisoning. They, they're still not sure what it was. It could have been food poisoning. It could have been some sort of stomach viral thing. But it was horrible. I'm going to assume that it wasn't viral. Since nobody else got sick. Knock on wood. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> we were over there Monday night. Yet. So, uh, yeah, well, it's, but it's a long incubation. Uh, but I, I was, I mean, far you enough were, away from you, too, that well, I don't that's think true. that, and I, I mean, it's not like I hung out with you guys, and you were on your side of the couch. I was we over in my little corner, the room. in my yeah. little bubble. So, <laughs> we watched uh, um, Revenge of the Sith, finally, on Blu-ray. Yep. Not that we haven't seen it, but did we, Sarah we, enjoy it? She did. Well, not as much as the book. Not but as she much enjoyed as the book. Ah, uh, see that you, so you set that up though. You set that up for failure. <laughs> she then, should have watched it she, and then she, read no, the book. She had and seen it before. It oh, she just she hadn't did. seen it since she saw it at the theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she'd seen it before. She just hadn't seen it since the theater. Well, then that doesn't count. She just didn't remember it very well. I don't think Holly's seen it since in the theaters. I think I saw it like four times in the theater. Yeah, I think I did too. I watched a lot of stuff this week, while, which was sad because even though I was sick, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even devote any mental energy, mental mental energy, energy. to do anything. So I should have been caught up on all. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't touch my homework. I didn't touch anything. Finally, Thursday, I started feeling well enough that um, we watched a couple of movies. I watched The King's Speech. Oh, you never which seen was, that? I had never seen that one. It was very good. Phenomenal. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Jeffrey Rush is great. And then Mel had me watch. Uh, so was Colin Firth. He was good. He was good. Oh, the bottom cover wasn't good. Oh, wait, was she in that one? Yeah. Okay. I, oh, yeah, she card. was, wasn't not, she? Not, not playing yeah. Helena Bottom Carter. That's yeah. why she's good. Yeah. Kind of weird. Uh, and then we watched yeah, White that's Noise. That's why I forgot she was in it. <laughs> which I hadn't seen. Wait, what one, I'm sorry? Uh, White Noise. Oh. Uh, Michael Keaton, the goat. That was kind of wrong. Are you guys going to watch the sequel? Yes. 
It's not as good. I'll warn you there. Oh, but it's got Nathan in it, and it's got Katie Sackhoff. I mean, it's got Nathan in it. Mm. Nathan's fantastic in it. It's just nowhere near as good as the first film. I went and saw the first one in the theater. Was the second one in the theater? The second one. Oh, okay. I thought so. You said that, and I thought, well, maybe it was. And uh, but but you liked it. I did like it. Yeah. What was the other one I watched? Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods, which I liked. That one's not ringing a bell. That's the Joss Whedon one. Joss Whedon. It's got Chris Chris Hemsworth, uh, Bradley Whitford, Amy, uh, not Amy, uh, Amy Acker. Wow, why is that? I um, can't even picture that. Franz Kranz. Okay. I'm naming a bunch of people that only Whedon Knights would know. <laughs> Except for Bradley Whitford. I recognize Whitford. all the names. It still doesn't help it's, me replace the film. It's, it's, it's that, got Thor in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much all you need. It's on Netflix, actually. Yeah, it oh, is, is on it? Netflix, right. and it's totally worth watching because it's, it's a horror film. It's, you know, a bunch of... Five kids You'll go probably up recognize to the, the poster. Five, five kids go up to it's the literally about a cabin, cabin in the woods. In the woods. Um, no, still doesn't. Really but well. in, in typical Joss Whedon, it, this one honestly, and I, I have to be careful. How many years old is it? Oh, just it came out last year. Did last it? year, the year before, it was um, twenty twelve. It's directed by the guy who did Cloverfield, but not Clover, Shaky Cam. Clover, yeah, Cloverfield. <laughs> You remember when Scream came out, how cool Scream was because it took that familiar horror tropes, tropes, but did something slightly different, turn it on its side a little bit, and we were like, wow, that was really inventive. Well, you have to because when you're following all of the horror yeah. tropes and, and telegraphing that as you go, you've got to really surprise Well, Cabin them. in the Woods kind of does the same thing because it sets everything up and it says, this is the horror story, but then you've kind of got this B-plot going on and you're going, what is the deal here? And then all of a sudden they reveal how the B-plot is tied into the horror plot and you're okay. like, wow, that's really kind of cool. It's, again, that unfortunate that we, we've run the horror genre in general so far into the ground that we're now reduced to doing something like this mm-hmm. in order to keep it somewhat fresh and original, but I did think it was fresh and original. I liked the idea. Okay. So I thought it was cool. But yeah, and then, um, so I, like I said, I, I finally... I thought I saw you checking the Europa Report. Oh, Europa Report. That was the other one. How which was that? I, I liked a lot. Mel, I don't think liked it as much as I did. It's a very which one hardcore science fiction film. Um, and I appreciate science fiction when it's done right. Um, it's Especially some, if you're going to get... I don't remember seeing deep trailers deep. for that one. Yeah, hardcore is something like that. It, it's 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 very similar in a way to uh, 2001, 2010, that kind of feel because mm-hmm. we're going to Europa uh, and Jupiter and uh, a real, real theoretical space mission, and then something oh. goes wrong. But uh, <laughs> really, something yeah, goes wrong. Surprise! <gasps> but uh, yeah, that was a good Speaking one. of a troll, <laughs> <laughs> and what's his name? Uh, District Nine dude is in that one. District Nine dude. I still haven't watched that movie. Sharp. I can't pronounce his name. Charles so. Copley? That guy. Also in uh, 18. He was Murdoch in the 18. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The movie, not the... The movie, yeah. not the... Uh, Which I really the, 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 the movie. series was uh, Dwight Schultz. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so then I finally got to the point where I was feeling a little bit better, and then we got hit with some bad news on Friday morning. Uh, Mel's dad passed. And so it's been nonstop. Thursday dealing. morning. Or thir- no, no, Friday, Friday morning. morning. Halloween. Oh, you were Halloween sick, and that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I was Friday night who that you thought was going to yeah. be affected. That's right. Yeah, because I was sick, we didn't even do our uh, yeah, or the Worlds. I'm feeling out of sorts. But um, I, for some reason, always thought it broadcast on the 30th first. According to uh, 
It a friend, did. A friend of mine posted that yeah. it was the 30th. The anniversary is the 30th. Yeah, yeah the wow. actual anniversary was the 30th. I did not realize that. Because it was in all the papers the next day on Halloween. Oh. But that's my Halloween. I don't know why okay. it's kind of been associated with Halloween. But it's, it's kind of a Halloween party. I, I guess, yeah, yeah, it is. So that's my Halloween. But we didn't do it this year because it was sick. But yeah, so... Um, well, that's too bad about Mel's. We've kind of been dealing yeah, with yeah, that, sorry to hear that setting everything up. So I probably took up the entire weekend. Yeah, things like that. Well, I, I was at work. I, I had to, had to go back to work. Mel's been Mel's been a trooper because she's been dealing with it, and you know, mm. it's a combination of we have to get everything set and ready to go for the funeral, which is Wednesday, uh, as well as now Wendy's got to move out and find place to go because she's going to lose the social security income and you know everything mm-hmm. that's tied in with that so it's this kind of big double whammy mm-hmm. but that's kind of you know how this week went so what'd you do Same. keith i had monday and tuesday off yes you did some well-deserved vacation and uh, it's well-deserved <laughs> <laughs> no where we work every vacation is well-deserved and i still have time left uh <laughs> well, you can't take it after 28 I already put in my request. I'm, so. I'm going to raise a fuss, not because you're taking it. I'm raising a fuss because they did that, and now they're allowing everybody to do well, it. That's a problem. That's ridiculous. I knew for as soon as they announced it, they weren't going to yeah. stick to it. Well, I'm just going to just holding them to it because if you announce that, and then you don't say, okay, well, we're not going to hold to that. If you don't announce that, there's people that expect they have to use it by the 28th. It's not fair to everybody else. Some people can't take off because everyone else is taking off. Well, that's true too. <laughs> They're going to get a ton of them in December. Again. That's a whole nother yeah, thing. It's they're going to get a ton of them in December, and they're going to complain one more time. What'd you do on your day uh, off? Monday, laid, just hung out. It's uh, always the first day. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and I on Tuesday, since she has Tuesdays off every Tuesday, we just kind of did a whirlwind. Well, there was a, yarn, a couple of yarn shops Sarah wanted to go to in Kansas City. We tried. They're always closed. It's Tuesday. They're going to be open. So we went and did those. Stopped by the vintage stock. Were they open? They were open. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was. I thought you were leading up <laughs> no. to something. They're always closed. No, we so we succeeded. decided to go on a Tuesday, and they, they were closed. closed. No, it wouldn't have surprised me. <laughs> we checked hours before we went this time. Good call. Uh, and then worked our way back and stopped at Brits on the way back. Uh, and I got two minifigures that I Instagrammed the ten and nine. Which were very cute, uh, and then just, that's out of the doctor's pack. Yeah, that's out of the blind pack. Um, which <laughs> I feel like I should correct myself. Some of the box set are variants of the 50th anniversary box set. Are are variants, but some of them are the same. That's this box set. Oh, but all the, in blind, the blind bags. No, the box that I have. Oh, the box has variants in it. Yeah, there, there's a variants box. And then there's this box that I have. The regular box. And then there's the blind bag, which are all variants. I see. So if I bought... If there's a 50th so anniversary if you fancy if box... You bought the, if, I, if you bought the variant box, box, it doesn't make any sense to buy the bags. Or are they different from the no, variants? No, they're, they're the bags... So it's like the, a third variant? The, well, some of them. But not all of them. Not all of them. Okay. But you still could have a chance of getting you get a some, variant. You get so you some get variants. a third... Yes. But you'll you'll get duplicates. Version five, six, seven, eight, nine. I believe, in the boxes, they will be the exact same. 
See, it seems like nine that could have at least changed the color of the t-shirt. I know. Yeah. There's like at least three different shirts he wears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so I felt like I needed to clarify so people weren't expecting to find all variants all everywhere. I don't everywhere. think they are. <laughs> uh, and then Tuesday night I started watching Zero Dark Thirty. I uh, didn't quite finish it because it's two and a half hours long. And really That's not very long for movies nowadays, though. I picked up Argo at the library, and I thought, hey, look. So good. This one has something going for it. It's two hours. Yeah. Did you watch, Did you watch it? Not yet. I picked it up on Saturday. <laughs> oh, okay. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Okay, so. gotcha. Uh, and let's see. Then Wednesday night was Young Frankenstein, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it had been a I long time since I'd apologize again seen for not getting to that one because... That wasn't my fault. I had it. Do you think we should ready. push V for Vendetta back? I'm thinking 11:30 maybe. We could I mean, probably do 11:30. It was a fluke this week because I had a lot of stuff to put the show to bed. So we had just some minor issues. It wasn't big, but and then I had to go get stuff for Caitlin's Halloween party the next morning, and I'd mm. forgotten about that. I was on my way home, and I was like, "Oh, I got to get those because first thing in the morning she's got to take yeah. them." So, so I I tried to hurry, and then I just it didn't. Didn't happen. I didn't go home until like eleven forty. Mm-hmm. I think, or I didn't get on until eleven forty. But then it was too late. I felt well. You know, if we, if you guys had only been, you know, just twenty minutes, maybe in, thirty yeah. minutes in, I would have. But then I thought, you know, by the time I get in now, there's less than an hour left of the movie. So. Yeah. I really, really, really wanted to join in, <laughs> but <laughs> I was sick. Yeah. Which that was fun. Um, Brittany joined in. Uh, Michelle joined in, and John joined in. So. We had a, a decent, good. decent crowd. Good, good, good. Uh, then Thursday night, I watched the 1931 Frankenstein, which I there's not as much of that as I remember. Wow, that's good. There's not as much. Oh, you didn't remember? I, as I much didn't remember as, as, as much as I thought, thought I did. Okay, I simply remembered. The I was say, you remembered more than there actually was in the film. <laughs> well, <laughs> what it sounded like the first time, <laughs> kind of, because I think I blended that and the remake. Oh, yeah, yeah in my yeah. mind okay. too. Okay. So the De Niro one or the. I think De Niro and Young Frankenstein, all oh, three, just kind of melded okay. in my head. I got you. Okay, and that's such a good movie. It, uh, f- what I knew, I remembered for sure, was the "It's Alive" scene. It's alive. Most because you see it. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, the, the very end. Wait, I want to get to it in a second. And the scene with the little girl. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things I definitely remember. Um. I don't remember how they, how do they bring him back? Does he rebuild him? In Bride? Like Bride or any of the sequels? Well, I think, uh, I can't remember. He's not, it's, it's revealed he's not dead. Address it? Yeah, well, it's revealed that he's not dead. It made me want to go the, and watch and be like, okay, Because they, they burn the this? castle at the end. Well, they, they, then, it was the windmill. Or windmill, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They build, they burn the windmill, but I think it's, yeah, I can't remember. So they drop a line of saying time. he escapes. I think he just kind of just shows up on the door. Because the first part of it is is the doctor lamenting the fact that uh, See, it's been so long since the monster's I've seen gone. And so uh, it's been a while too. I can't remember how he why. I think he just he ends up showing up because they don't rebuild him, hmm. but he just ends up being there. Because I mean, I wonder that's, if they but that's just, the Frankenstein films. Is every time you think Frankenstein the monster is dead, dead, he just shows he up shows back up because he didn't really die. I, I kind of figured that they didn't really. House of Frankenstein and Curse of Frankenstein. House of Frankenstein is the one I remember the most. It's because that's where all of them come together. See, Curse is what I watched last year. So, mm. And I didn't 
didn't watch any of them this year. Uh, did not watch. Oh, well, I caught The Wolfman earlier in the month, uh, but it's still my favorite. And then I also finished Zero Dark Thirty that night because I only had like a forty-five minutes left. It got better, but I wasn't impressed by it. The original Wolfman. No, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, Zero Dark Thirty. I just wasn't impressed by... John went into a little zone there for a second. <laughs> no, I love the original Wolfman movie. I just wasn't that impressed by Zero Dark Thirty. And I think the problem is, the first 45 minutes of it, is they're talking about someone you don't care, and it barely leads to a Bin Laden. Right. That's the big problem with it. Um, and then, we went and saw Despicable Me last night. Despicable Me 2 last night. Yep. Which was really enjoyable. I liked it. And you mentioned how most of it you felt you had seen. I felt that way about the Minions, but a lot of the Gru storyline no, and the kids, yeah. I was pleasantly yeah, surprised no, I would by. Concur I really that. enjoyed yeah. it. I don't. It wasn't as the good as... The Minion gags were all... Yeah. Aside from the very end. Yes, yes. Which was pretty funny. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it, it was a worthy sequel I think mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't feel unnecessary it felt like a good continuation mm-hmm. I agree I agree It's it didn't have as many laughs but it's got as much heart I think so. but that's the thing I I remember thinking the first one was rip-roaringly hilarious when I went back and showed it to Sarah I didn't there aren't as many laughs in the first one I don't think I, I think they're about equal really? yeah I we thought, just watched it again recently and we just he hawed all the way through it oh. Maybe I was paying more attention to the something else. I don't know. Maybe I was watching Sarah's reaction to it more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then today we took the nephew to the Kansas City Zoo. Cool. Which was a lot of fun, but very exhausting. I'd never been to the Kansas City Zoo before. It's huge. It is huge. Big, yeah. It reminded me a lot of the National Zoo, but with less animals. <laughs> but without but, panda can. But it's about. It's about. It's. I want to say it's just a little bit smaller. It's just more. Like, National Zoo is more. Condensed. The panda or the the, the the panda, the polar bear was really cool, and the penguins. The new have you guys seen the new penguin exhibit? It's really nice. I haven't been over there in like ten years, fifteen it's, years. That's yeah. it's really it's really nice. So it's, so it's bigger now, is what he's saying. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't I don't know what it was like before. I've never been. It was okay until I got to Africa, and then it was like oh, I gotta walk up this hill. <laughs> we got up to the chimpanzees, which is the tip of Africa. <coughs> and we took the air ride back, mm. and then the tram back, because <laughs> yeah. we we left at like Good ten, idea. and we got back in town about six. So it was a whole day adventure, but it was a lot of fun. Very good. Yeah, that's Anything what I else. That's I think that's it. All right. Well, then let's uh, move on to the business of the day, and let's talk a little bit about news. Yeah, the first item. First bit is uh, right now the petition to light up the Empire State Building TARDIS Blue on November 23rd to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Now, if you haven't heard about this, um, on change.org there is a petition from a group that is trying to get that achieved. Um, Right now they have 31,560 supporters, as I'm looking at it live now. They still need 3,440 which is really a small number compared to what they've got. So um, they're doing this last push here because I don't know how much time it takes them to get the bulbs and whatnot. I mean, I'm sure they're there because they do so many different events that it's just on a computer program where they just light certain amount of bulbs. Yeah, I think it's a gel because they just did a 
a huge lights show for the first time ever for Halloween. Ah, set to song. So. Very cool. Um, but what they're doing is they're looking for people to sign this petition so they can turn it in and hopefully get it done. Now, I did read an article earlier today that talked about how there's a lot of rules on how and what they can and can't change it for. And apparently television shows is one of the ones they won't do it for. <laughs> it, it, but this article pointed out that they did something for when Nickelodeon had some sort of celebration. They turned it all orange. So... <laughs> Sounds to me like it's a double standard if that's the case. It's so. not just a television show, guys. It's fiftieth anniversary <laughs> of a television show and it's in theaters. Yes. So that nullifies your So anyway, I've added my signature. Uh Keith's mom has signed the petition. I oh, just did you, mine Carol. before the show started. Sean has signed the petition. I'm doing mine now. And that that did really get my answer. So let's let's uh let's get this done because this is, I think this is a final call for this. They they really want to get this done and I think it would be a nice tribute to a fantastic series. That's all I got. What else do we have? Oh, uh, there's going to be a chocolate bar. <laughs> I'm glad you did that one next. <laughs> a Doctor Who chocolate bar <laughs> to celebrate the 15th anniversary. Uh, bon Bon Buddies, who's produced Doctor Who confectionery in the past. Bon Bon Buddies. Released. Bon I like Bon Buddies. I like that. Uh, each bar is uh, 100 grams and comes with a snazzy Dalek wrapper <laughs> featuring a number of different kinds of intergalactic pepper pots. I have no idea. Oh, Oh, you know what a pepper pot that'd, be, is? that'd be a Dalek. It's 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 showing the variety. <gasps> Special weapons is on it. <gasps> it's kind of relegated to the back. You should be front and center. You get a card. Best too. tasting chocolate ever. <laughs> uh, you, and they also come with eleven stickers, one for each doctor. So it's oh. kind of like a uh, golden ticket. Just you don't get to go to a factory. Very cool. And you can, they're available in shops in the U.S. or U.K. And you can order them on Amazon. Exciting. I hope they're uh, Region Hopefully. 2 compatible. <laughs> I still think you need an adapter. You, you need Region 1 compatible. <laughs> or Region 1 compatible. I hope they're not Region 2 locked. There you That's go. Awesome. All right, what's uh, next? The only other thing I have is uh, the Children in Need stuff. Uh, on November 15th is when Children in Need is. And... The BBC has confirmed that confirmed that Doctor confirmed that Doctor Who will be present at the live televised appeal in November. The exact details are still somewhat unofficial, but uh, according to a program list, there will at least be a clip from Day of the Doctor. Um, and that's all we know about what Doctor Who's going to do. I so you made me shows. wait. <laughs> You made me wait for that. Yep. That was lame. It's going to be a clip. I'm excited. It's going to be part of Children in Need. I almost expected it, though, because... I'm glad something's gonna, they're going to do something. I would almost rather it be a mini-sode. Yeah. They've done I this love mini They've done I this before. Clips. They've done this before yeah. where they've shown us clips. And, yeah. It's a Doctor Who presence at Children in Need. That's the important thing. It's for good cause. Was Red Nose Day the one that they crossed over with called the Midwife? Or was oh, that children? That seems need. right. No, it was. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was it called the midwife? It was called the midwife. Oh, okay. It was called the midwife. Because none of us quite got it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I remember that differently. So, I am certainly wrong. All right. Well, 
Anything else on the it was uh, comic news? It was the comic relief. So I've that would be my tickets. Nose. Yeah. Hold Sean. the 3D showing. In Topeka. In Topeka. On that Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we could go. Um, so boned. Take a lunch break. Yeah. That's what Robert's doing. Yeah. It's an hour and a half, though. Well, feature length. Yeah. So. But there's yeah. bonus features afterwards. Yeah, did you hear about that? So oh, it's feature length and there's bonus features? It's 75 minutes. It's the special. And then there are bonus features uh, to fill out the 90 there's, minutes. There's, 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 there's some sort of documentary that the U.S. is getting that England is not. Oh. Well, that's not cool. Oh, it's probably whatever they'll show on BBC America. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's neat. All right. Well, <laughs> it's it's probably Amy going... <laughs> This is the doctor. <laughs> and I'll be like, I've seen this! And I didn't like it then! <laughs> In 3D! Oh, one other <laughs> bit of news that I, 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 you had on your list, but I said I had only one other thing. Uh, unfortunately, there's been some cast, oh, guest cancellations oh, yes. for Long Island Who the convention. Um, Waris Hussein is unable to join this year oh. uh, due to un- unforeseen circumstances. And the Doctor Who Burlesque is also unable to join. But, by popular demand, they've added a new screening a program called Frasier's Choice. Frasier, Hines, and the audience will pick a classic second Doctor episode to screen and do a live commentary on. Enemy of the world. <laughs> you know, we're doing the ABCs of Classic Who, and I'm assuming a lot of people are going to be the Enemy of the World free. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. Well, you're kind of doing a different theme, I can tell. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to feedback then. Feedback. Oh, when is Long Island? We should give them a little plug. When is Long Island? Double check. Because I was going off an email and that didn't. Sorry about that. I got ahead of myself. I wanted to give them a little bit of recognition because that's a great convention. I think uh, it's a good location for a lot of New Englanders yeah. uh, in the New York area, especially. Just think of all those really cool pictures of that gigantic weeping angel you're going to be able to get. (laughs) (laughs) It is November 8th through the 10th. So that's next weekend. 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 Well, good luck, guys, and uh, let us know how it goes. If anyone's going, we'd love to hear how it is. All right, now we'll do feedback. Sorry about that. First up is Scott, and we apologize to Scott. He sent this last week, but we missed it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just think it's funny that we keep missing Scott's. Rather rather maniacal laugh, Glenn. I think he he thinks thinks we're doing it on purpose now. I really hope he doesn't. (laughs) We honestly are not. Glenn's totally shanking his emails. He's tying them up, leaving them trussed up in the basement. Well, the problem is he's not sending them in emails. He keeps sending them on the comment comment page, but that's okay. But he writes, that's acceptable. Hi, you Kansas. Just got to check it when it happens. <laughs> and the good news keeps on coming. When we first heard about the 3D presentation, I thought it would only be in the UK, and then they said it would roll out in other countries. It would. Be just New York, L.A., and maybe Chicago? This is huge. Never. I'm trying to decide where and when I'm going. I was thinking on the 23rd, but then I heard about the second day, the following Monday. Since I had the vacation time, maybe I'll take off all Thanksgiving week and see it then. <laughs> is there any news on the on when Adventures in Space and Time is time going out? Oh, Time and Space is going out? It is Space and Time, though, isn't it? I think you wrote it wrong. 
Yes, because space and time. You did it right. Doctor Phil's is time and space, and yes. I always reverse it. I do the same thing. Is that if it's that Saturday? Then there's another reason to wait. Have you heard that the U.S. maybe all North American theaters are getting behind the scenes doc immediately after Day of the Doctor? Not to be seen in the U.K. theaters. We win again. Ha ha ha. All of this has inspired me to write a song parody. I'd be honored if Sean would do the vocals. It's set to the tune of a well-known Zeppelin song. Um, <clears throat> how how lame and uncool does it make me if I admit <laughs> that I don't know any Zeppelin? You don't even know Stairway? I'd, I'd have to. Can you have a few bars? <laughs> It's something similar to that, yeah. <laughs> I kind of lost it. I don't want to ruin this, so I'm going to hold on to this, Scott. I'm going to delay it one more week, and I'll come back with it next week, and I'll do some research, and, and I'll, I'll be ready All right, for you. promises. All right. <laughs> the stanza, or the line is, Dr. Days are here again well, as autumn spoilers. evening grows. <laughs> spoilers. We have 10, 11, number 9 didn't show. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> now you got to come up with the tune. So. I know, I'm saying it. Have you heard Stairway to Heaven? Yeah, I've heard like... <laughs> it's not the, a happy song. <laughs> I've heard like the first two bars that Wayne plays That's presuming in Wayne's that this world. is from Stairway. Don't that's, give him any uh-huh. sort of... Yeah, that's true. Don't I'm, give him any sort of help. That's all I've got. Yeah, no. Not to insult any other Led Zeppelin fans, but really, are there any other well-known ones? I can't think of any other ones off the top. I'm sorry. I know that I'm horribly lame for not knowing Zeppelin, but... but truthfully, I'm not quite sure, but I don't think this is Stairway, so... I'm trying to do it in stairway in my head, and it, I, I can't get it to fit that way, so it must be another one. Hmm. I, I'll do some research and get back to you, Scott. <laughs> Scott screaming. If you want to send us a message <laughs> saying what song for sure. I can't believe you don't know this song. <laughs> Why do I listen to these guys? <laughs> <laughs> they keep talking about how old they are. I figured they know this. <laughs> and then they lose my feedback. <laughs> and Glenn laughed at me. <laughs> well, we'd have been babies when Zeppelin was, or very young when Zeppelin was popular so Are we? oh yeah Are they that uh, <coughs> 1970s oh, that was our decade <laughs> i don't remember much of it but <laughs> like the 80s was That's my decade. We, were, yeah. we were babies toddlers and preschoolers six years old time. when it ended yeah i was seven you know <laughs> The sad thing is, I know a lot of Zeppelin. I have a lot of Zeppelin albums. I still can't put this to a tune, so... <laughs> I'll be interested to know what you come up with, Sean. Scott's going to a well-known Zeppelin tune. He's the only one that bought that album. <laughs> uh, next is Rachel. Ah, oh, Rachel writes... Feedback submitted. Comment question. Hello, Vortex Gang. I hope everyone had a great Halloween. We had a ton of fun here, although we ended up having to have Halloween on November 1st due to bad weather on October 30th. Heavy rain, winds, and the threat of tornadoes. Yikes! So most of the neighborhoods moved trick-or-treating to Friday, which actually worked out well since we had nice weather. It wasn't a school night, so we got more trick-or-treaters than we would have had normally. Plus, my husband and I were able to take the day off work, so we had all day to set everything up. As for the project itself, we had so much fun. We managed to build a TARDIS and a Dalek in the last couple of weeks on a shoestring budget. 
The TARDIS housed all of the projection equipment, and the Dalek moved and talked, which scared quite a few kids. Then my husband hid in the bushes, and... I think it was Chauncey jumping out and scaring everybody <laughs> watching those videos. I think that's what scared everybody. My husband oh, hid in the bushes. But the Dalek looked fantastic. The Dalek really Have you guys not seen the videos yet? I've, I've not seen, seen the videos. I've They're on her the blog. Preview. They're on her blog. Okay. They're wonderful. Sorry, I didn't Can we link to her blog in the show notes and send people to the... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yeah let's, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm not going to post the videos on ours. I'm yeah, no, yeah. Send them, yeah. Send them yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, then my husband hid in the bushes beyond the Dalek and jumped out, adding a secondary scare. Mm-hmm. I dressed up as Clara from this year's Christmas special and passed out candy. Then we projected images of the doctors, monsters, and villains, along with music and sound effects from Doctor Who. We heard from several people, kids and adults alike, who were Who fans that loved it, and were even told we were the coolest house ever. My husband and I are both really happy that we put in the time to do this, and I'm extra excited to share it with everyone. Now all we have to do is figure out how to top this with next Halloween. <laughs> I missed Friday Night Who due to being sick. Heck, I still am. But I did watch Terror of the Zygons on my own. I'm not sure what it was about this episode, but I'm really starting to like Tom Baker's Doctor. Yay! <laughs> the story itself was pretty good. The ability of the Zygons to take someone else's form was unique, although I had figured out the nurse was an imposter almost right away. I wasn't sure sure about the Duke until later. I did get worried when Harry got shot. I'm glad it turned out to be a minor wound. I had to laugh at the end when the Brigadier tells the Duke that the entire incident will be kept under wraps. How they can explain away that giant monster wandering around London, I don't understand. But hey, it's unit. Although the Zygons are not the main villain in the 50th special, I'm interested to see how they're integrated into the story. Well, that's all I have for now. I'm off to take more cough syrup and hopefully kick this thing out of my system for good. Rachel. Well, and here's the link. Rachel, if it's anything like the cold that I've been going through, it's been hanging on for like three weeks. So off and on, it keeps reappearing too. Um, no, I want to say that I, I, I've already looked at the videos and they look fantastic. And it, the you, you guys put a lot of work into this and I'm, very impressed with the setup because the projections... Just from the, just from the pictures I saw. The projections are incredible because they're on the garage, which is on the front that faces the, the street. They've also come up on the side as you walk down this little pathway towards the door and then they're projected over the door where uh, Rachel's handing candy out. Oh. And then the TARDIS sets in the middle of the yard. Well, kind of off to the left, but in, in the yard. And you... Until she explained it that the project that that's where they house the projectors, yeah, no I really didn't couldn't piece it together. But when she said that, then I could kind of tell where no. they were. But you don't see them. And then as you walk up, there's a there's a row of bushes next to their house, and the Dalek was right in front of it, and it raises up and goes, oh. and the uh, strobe flashes as it does. <laughs> and then her husband's standing behind a bush, and so if you don't jump from the Dalek moving. <laughs> he gets you there, and I saw a lot of kids jump. Little, a few of them let a little screams out. Was, was he dressed up? Uh, you she can't was, see him in the video. Say. You can't see him in the video, so I'm not sure. I, I heard somebody say gorilla, so I don't know, but he must be. But he jumped out and would. He's, he was he was a cyber shade. <laughs> but That's it was it was really year, impressive, probably. Rachel. You guys did a fantastic job. You should be commended on on it, and it's yeah, very impressive. It's better than anything I could have done. Yeah. Makes my Halloween decorations look pretty lame. <laughs> Although I am building a TARDIS next year. Disney, aren't they cute? Halloween decorations. <laughs> yeah, well, Caitlin got upset this year because we were Disney fine Halloween and she wanted all the creepy, scary stuff. And I said, 
but we're a Disney family. We've got both. We've got scary stuff and... You also didn't tell the other story that you told at work about how you got the costume and her reaction to that. Oh, gosh. Okay, so a few weeks ago, I was in Halloween Boutique in the mall. And we were walking through there, and they had a clearance rack. And I saw this Anakin costume, Anakin Skywalker costume, for... I think it's the Clone Wars costume, so it's the, the Clone Wars get up for five bucks. Oh, sweet. Extra large. And so I thought, well, even if I never wear this thing, I've got to pick it up for five bucks because you, know, you always have costumes in the back of the closet in case you have this last minute Halloween. So I bought it. Even for when Mason. We were walking that. around the mall, and Caitlin's, yeah, well, he's going to be a much older by the time he well, can do this thing. But, <laughs> yeah, um, an adult. She's walking around, uh, arms folded, pounding, sulking. And finally, I we get to the food court, and I ask her. I said, "What is wrong?" I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trick or treating this year. I said, "Why wouldn't you've been all excited about trick or treating? Why wouldn't you trick or treat?" I'm just not trick or treating this year. And finally, I said, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I looked at the bag, and I go, "You think I'm going to wear the costume to go trick or treating with you and your brother?" And she goes, "Yes." I said, "That's not why I bought it for." And then she perked up, and was like, "Oh, okay, then I'll go trick or treat." <laughs> That'll great. So, no, I'm. She's reached that age. Sean said, or Sean Keith said, no, you should have told her you're going to wear it to play a comic <laughs> And then a coworker said, or save it for her birthday. Yeah. So anyway, that's you should, that's you should just wear it to take her to school. <laughs> Come on, hurry up, get in the car. Wearing it to your Halloween party, parent-teacher conferences. Let's go. All right, that's awesome. Up next is Holly. Holly. And Holly writes, uh, Terra the Zygons, 149. Hey, guys. Hope that everyone at the Vortex is doing well. Enjoyed the last podcast. Had hooish sightings during Halloween this past week. Quite a few students at both buildings that I work at dressed up for Halloween. And during one of my ventures down the hallway, I saw a boy dressed as the 10th Doctor. He was wearing a brown blue, a brown blue suit with brownish tan trench coat. Of course, all the times I saw him, he was moving down the hall so quickly I couldn't catch up to him to compliment on me, compliment him on his costume. <laughs> I guess I guess I guess I should have said, "Doctor," to see if it would have gotten his attention. <laughs> oh well, on to the review. Tear the Zygons. The Doctor looks pretty decent in the getup he's wearing at the start of the story. No one's threatened to shoot the Tam off of his head. <laughs> no one's threatened to shoot the Tam off his head. I love that. Uh, love the scene where the Briggs, Brig asks Benton how well he gets on with the landlord and to tell him to have him play the bagpipes while they're gone. Interesting, interestingly, uh, that Harry's, oh, sorry, interesting that Harry's wearing the doctor's normal scarf in the story for a little while. Plus, the doctor's acting none too thrilled to be be, being called back to unit, but he'd still more be more than happy to help out. The Zygons being able to shape shift into other living things was a cool plot twist. The brig is at his uh, is at his in change best. The brig is at his in change in charge. I'm sorry, I'm reading that wrong. Is in his charge in charge best correct? The Scarison is that how they pronounced it? Scarison. Scarison. The Scarison being Nessie-like was an interesting t- twist, and we also get a mention of Loch Ness to boot. I just had a bad feeling about Nurse Lamont when she first stepped out of the screen, uh, shape-shifting Zygon she is. 
stepped on the screen. Shape, uh, I can't read tonight. Shape-shifting Zygon she is. Sarah Jane staying behind to investigate sure pays off with the finding of the hidden passage in the study. I love the grin on Sarah Jane's face when Harry called her old girl. <laughs> One last time. Uh, she knew then that she was dealing with Harry and not someone dressed up in the Edgar, uh, I mean Harry suit. <laughs> The end where everyone but Sarah turns down the doctor for a trip in the TARDIS to London had me chuckling. Overall, this was a great story. Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on the story. Holly. Thank you, Holly. And next up is Chrissy. Chrissy writes, Dear Vortex Boys. Wait. The subject oh, line. The, following, the subject line. The following was written while under the influence of leftover Halloween candy. Which apparently would have been funnier to me. Had I not fallen asleep in the last episode, <laughs> episode of on Friday Night Who, so apparently she was chatting up. She was her live tweeting candy her candy consumption and making Brittany jealous because they had run out. <laughs> Dear Vortex, she also boys. typed really fast. <laughs> well, sure, she like was on sugar. T- her tweets were just <laughs> zooming her, her, her in. Well, early, earlier in the night when I was following along, and she was tweeting one after another, after another, after another, so the sugar probably had something. Yeah, she, she, was, she, was on a, she was on a good rush. <laughs> she writes, I hope everyone had a good Halloween. Mine was fun. I stayed home and passed out candy to trick-or-treaters. You could read that as, I stayed home and passed out. <laughs> Candy to trick-or-treaters. That's, that's what my Halloween was. I hope everyone had a fun Halloween. I, I stayed, stayed home and passed, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a whole lot this year, but we were. there were two girls that came to my drawer dressed as the TARDIS and the Dalek. I was so excited to see their costumes that I yelled out, It's the TARDIS and you're a Dalek! And the girls were happy that I actually recognized what they were. So we were a little geek, had a little geek moment on the front porch. It was fantastic. I let them have extra candy because I like their costume so much. <laughs> Isn't that how handing out candy goes? Yeah. If you like the costume, you get benefited. You, 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 you show up work in, into You it. show up in costume, you get candy. You show up in a cool costume, you get more Lots candy. Yes. Especially if a lot of detail went into it. See, my my wife is of a different <laughs> mind. If she knows the person, they get more candy. <laughs> well, that's a yeah. <laughs> But everybody else gets I'm sorry if, two if, if Adi showed up and was all... Optimus Prime costume, you'd get the whole bowl, I mean. Just because you brought that up, I saw the coolest post on Facebook. The coolest costume ever. This kid comes walking down. They have this, obviously, this uh, like uh, stage, this runway. And it's in his classroom. You can tell there's like classroom stuff. And there's kids all standing around their costumes. But they must have prayed him, each one of them out on a runway style, kind of like modeling their costume. And when the kid comes out, he's got this really great Optimus Prime costume that they've made out of cardboard boxes. boxes. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. And he goes, can you transform? And the kid says yes, and he dives down on the ground, and they folded this in such a way that it goes, and he's a, he's a truck. That is he, winning it's Halloween. It's awesome. Yes, and I'm going to put that in the show notes so everybody can see that, because if you haven't, it is wow. so, so incredible. And it's just this simple cardboard box that's painted up. I bet but they, they, found they, it on they folded it in such a way. They've designed it in such a way that as soon as he lays down, whoop, it's a truck. It was that awesome. That is cool. So I'm going to put that note in there now, so there we go. She continues with, I'm, and I'm not so sure. I'm not sure how old they were. Probably ten or twelve. But if kids that young are dressing up as Doctor Who, as Doctor Who, thanks for Halloween. There is hope for the rising generation. Smiley face. <laughs> Amen. You know what's funny is I, I remember one Halloween. I was probably about that age, 
uh, where I had gone and found a coat, and I had tied every scarf in the <laughs> closet, and, yeah. and, and, and 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 actually went for for Halloween, and I don't think I got extra candy. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody knew who you were. No, <laughs> not, not back no, then. Nobody, nobody you might have had one person going. I wonder if he's supposed to be the doctor. But no. that was probably it. No, nobody. No, no, nobody probably admitted it. Nobody yeah. Knew. They just thought I was the weird kid. <laughs> oh, there's that Sean kid again. <laughs> I got a there's that Collins boy. <laughs> I got a rock. They thought you were uh, an escapee from an asylum. They tied everything they could together <laughs> to, to get down the side of the building. I had to escape my bedroom to come trick or treating, <laughs> so I just wore what I brought with. Sorry, my family's Jehovah Witness, so <laughs> I had to sneak out of the house. I had to sneak out to go trick or treating. Uh, she continues, I forgot to point out last week, Paul McGann and Peter Davison were both in the 50th anniversary tribute trailer. Their voices echo Matt Smith's, Matt Smith's in a couple of places. It's easy to miss, like all the other little Easter eggs in that thing. She's absolutely right. But once you're listening for it, it's unmistakable. She's absolutely I'll have to go back right. did, and re-listen did, to it. I did catch that later. I think really? it was after we talked about it. So. Hmm. Apparently I need to go back and watch it 17 yeah. or 18 more times. <laughs> So is that why they were at the studios? Did we think? <laughs> well, I think they were lines from the films, so or from the. I thought. Of, oh, I think oh. they're at the studio because they're in the fifties. I I thought she was saying Matt's. Their voices echo Matt Smith's in a couple of places, so they were saying what he was saying. Oh, see, so that's not what I heard then, because I heard I heard them, but it sounded like lines from the from the, the show. Well, one from the movie and one from another episode. <laughs> Okay, I'll have to go back and re-listen to it again. I'm gonna well, I hope that's not the reason they were there. <laughs> Glenn, I'm enjoying your Trapped in the Vortex blog immensely. Thank it's you. cool to get some side opinions that you don't make that don't make it onto the podcast. I'm glad I got your thought processes going on the plot of Warriors of the Deep and how that caused you to rethink a few things about the story. Because it really is a great story and deserves a second look beyond the shoddy set pieces or effects that weren't great, weren't quite finished, or whatever other problems people have had with it, have of it. And since you all predicted it, here is an exact re- recreation or near enough to keep that pod uh, recreation. Morning has broken. Sorry. <laughs> or near enough to keep the podcast PG and my reaction to your Warriors of the Deep revisited discussion. La la la, driving in my car, listening to Traveling in the Vortex. Ha, I was right, told you so, screeching tires, honking horns. <laughs> you bleeping, moron! I was signaling, stop trying to cut me off. <laughs> More proof that we are danger to drivers on the road. <laughs> Can we put a warning label? <laughs> Do not listen while driving. <laughs> Traveling the vortex is not responsible for traffic accidents. Uh, Unsafe at any speed. <laughs> Although, um, anyway, I scrolled the power too far. Yeah, anyway, so, so the day of the doctor is going to be in theaters. I'm not going to get to see it in theaters because I have to work on the night of the 25th. Sad face. You're joining us. You're in good company. But to everyone who got their tickets and the night off, do enjoy. For myself, I'm going to be using the $15 I would have spent on the movie ticket to buy the episode An Adventure in Space and Time, if it's made available. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I'm not sure. Off iTunes, so I can rewatch it. 
to my heart's content. Don't get me wrong, watching it in a movie theater in 3D would be really cool. I'm just trying to stop and blow for myself and anyone else who my head has to miss out. Thanks, Chrissy. That's what I'm going to do, too. I'm going to buy an the, the episode so that I can watch I'm going to put that $15 towards the Blu-ray of Day of the Doctor. I'm not. I'm going to go see it in the theater <laughs> well, you've already in spent 3D. Your money. <laughs> Trust me, if I could get the day off, I would. Anyway, although I'm not... Although I'm planning on seeing Doctor You at the broad, although I am planning on seeing Doctor You at the Off Broadway Theater in downtown Salt Lake. Wait, wait, wait! Is that the name of the theater? Because if you're just saying it's an Off Broadway theater, that's off, 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 <laughs> very off, off Broadway, Broadway theater. <laughs> Technically, if it's not on Broadway, it's off, off Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> Everywhere has an Off Broadway theater. Every theater, except for the ones on Broadway, are off-Broadway theaters. We have two. Did you know? We have two off-Broadway theaters? Yes. (laughs) We should totally start billing them as a head. (laughs) Tobika's own off-Broadway theater. (laughs) And the off-Broadway theater for kids. We have two? On Hawker and TCT. Oh, we have three. We've got the one at uh, the university, too. Oh, yeah. And TPAC. I don't count TPAC. Yeah, TPAC. I don't count TPAC because it's a touring but they actually have Broadway shows there, so that's more well, off-Broadway than anything else. Have they? We have four off-Broadway theaters. Yeah. When you count the, the Jayhawk, it's been re... re uh, uh, it's, it's in, in progress. progress. So we have five off-Broadway. And we have okay, keep going. We're real, really segueing here, yeah. segueing here for no reason. Hater. To be guys. Oh, yeah. No, I don't count Because they have the best theater program in Topeka. Uh, they have the best theater, for certain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's better than even some of the places that do theater. <laughs> yeah. It's better than some of the off-Broadway ones. Yeah. All right, I'll count that one. Although I'm planning on uh, seeing that I to actually you. won tickets in a Facebook giveaway. For those that don't know and who happen to be in the area and want to see the show, which you totally should, the off-Broadway theater is an improv comedy group that performs its own spoofs of various pop culture franchises. I think they just finished up with Drac- with their run of Dracula and the Wolfman. They rewrite a lot of things in order to avoid a copyright issues and stuff. I saw Doctor You back in March and it was hilarious. Even though they each play has a basic storyline, props and sets, no two performances are exactly the same because all of, all of the improv stuff they throw in the mix. They're re-performing Dr. Yu for two nights the week before the 50th anniversary. Here's their website for more info. And here's my review from the first time I saw the show. And since their website is www.theobt.org, I'm going to assume that the Off-Broadway Theater is actually their name. Wait. It is. Wait. What's the what's the address again? www.theobt.org. The OBT.org. Okay, because I thought you said OBIT. I was like, the OBIT? What kind of joke is that? Well, they're all they're coming soon. And it's it's a wondrous life. <laughs> the OBIT Theater. Well, did you see them up on stage? They were dying last night. <laughs> oh. I heard that show really kills. So, still no Prisoners of Time comic book. Thanks a lot, IDW. Yeah, thanks a lot, IDW. I have it on very good authority. It comes out next week, though. <laughs> well, that's because we get review copies and we got ours. So, <laughs> have to be quiet about that. We're a reputable reviewing outlet. We, 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 we're <laughs> contracts in anyway. That's had, right. <laughs> I already thanked <laughs> IDW for sending us yeah. review copies of stuff. We can tell people we get it. Yeah, that's true. We, we just, just can't give it to people. Sure. <laughs> 
And we can't talk about it until after the embargo date. That's correct. Well, I guess it's can a we good talk thing. about the fact that it's not out yet? <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> it's Wednesday. We are an opinion podcast. We can say whatever we want. The six, except for the plot of the story. <laughs> well, I guess it's a good thing that we did Terror of the Zygons for Friday Night Who. That, that being something you guys haven't reviewed yet. Wow, what would we have done? <laughs> <laughs> we'd have done this. We'd got together, we'd have read out some feedback, some news, and gone. Okay, we'll Sean see you next would have week. gone into detailed description of his sickness this week. And <laughs> I would have described oh, every stop at this Lime Kansas green season. is what was coming out of your body all week. Is that what you tweeted? <laughs> pea soup. Yeah, that's right. Pea soup. Lime green was what her outfit was. Pea soup was what was coming out no, of No, lime green week. is too close to what was coming out oh, of that, was, was more of a mint green that she ah. wore. There you go. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, here are Chrissy's thoughts on the subject. Well, it's no towns of Wen Chang, but here, but I have absolutely no idea what the whole rabid fanboy mouth frothing is all about. But it's decent enough. I think Terra of the Zygons is helped by the fact that it's a Sarah Jane Smith story, and I automatically love anything with Sarah Jane, and Harry Sullivan's is simply an added bonus. However, this may be poking the grumpy bear here a little bit, but that's the kind of mood I'm in. Why, in the name of all that is good and holy, do people love Zygons? But hate Megalos. I don't. I love them both. I don't know. I haven't seen Megalos. I know you guys haven't reviewed Megalos yet, but the alien in that story is a shapeshifter that can manipulate time. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> now, I, it's all right. Keep going. You'll be all right. <laughs> I actually thought the doctor turned into a cactus. Well, he does, but there's, that's a whole oh. other. Oh. Okay. Okay, then. The Zygons can't do anything with time that they have to... <laughs> What? <laughs> Sean was mimicking the cactus. <laughs> the Zygons can't do anything with time and they have to keep the creatures they're impersonating locked up on a ship made of pizza. <laughs> it's Pizza the Hut. Is it me? You know why I don't like Megalos? Because Tom Baker's prickly in that one. Is it just because Megalus' default shape is taking is it a talking cactus? What do people have against cacti? Seriously, I want to know. <laughs> you know, I don't hear the immediate hatred. Well, okay, granted, I don't hear the oh, there hatred are about Megalus. There are a lot again, of anti-cactites out I, there. I, am, I, there. I don't hear it in about in the time. You don't hear about what? The anti-cactus stuff in the end of time. You don't hear about it? Yeah, I don't hear people griping about the anti. They oh, look like the, cactus. People, the, the, the cactus people, people complained about those aliens all over the place. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's the benefit of being like to fandom. <laughs> I get to miss out on all <laughs> that negativity. So. Maybe so. <laughs> I didn't know that they complained about the cacti people. Yeah, yeah. I guess then. Well, then, then, I think then, most <laughs> of it was the fact that they were lazy and they just took. Uh, oh, what was the little guy in? Uh, oh, the, the red guy. Yeah. Back, back, back of an actor. That's the guy, uh, and just. Reimagined it, and that was lazy on their part. But anyway, they just kind of cacti people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is they oh and they the used that guy. idea. Oh, okay. They had already yeah. used that, and I made a clever joke about it. But I all right, gone. <laughs> Where was I? Oh yeah, yeah. no lie. <laughs> Terror of the Legons. <laughs> I did enjoy it, though not as much as I enjoy Pump. Poking the grumpy bear, the grumpy fanboy bear. 
Having the Brigadier and unit back for the first time in a while was lots of fun. It's almost like they were ready to pick up with more Earthbound unit stories from this point. But the Doctor has other ideas for himself, which is totally keeping in character of the Fourth Doctor. He's got an operational TARDIS and a universe to explore, and he's not sticking around for anybody. A Scotland setting is fantastic, as are the bagpipes. <laughs> Even the Loch Ness Monster. While it isn't perfect, it's shot in a way that you can forgive it for its <coughs> imperfections. Besides, it's the 70s. Green bubble wrap was the hot new thing back then. I can look past a lot of things for that reason. Well, did I fill enough time? I'm just afraid you guys won't talk. <laughs> won't have enough to talk about since the comic book review got pushed back. Hopefully you guys can tangent on from on from here. I'm out of per, uh, pertinent things to say. We Bye. tangented it enough throughout this. Feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now, Chrissy. Pios. 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 Oh no, it's this silly French mom is back. Oh no. Oh, oh. We're going to have some <laughs> P.S. Did you guys really get in trouble for using Doctor Who theme? Oh, I song? knew somebody was going to ask. I knew somebody was going to ask. Okay, I missed something. Uh, on the podcast because you guys because you haven't been using it the last couple of weeks and I'm a little concerned and a bit gullible. Did you <laughs> it, tweet something? It, no, it actually trailed out last week. It was the end of the, last week's show. Oh. But after we did the impromptu where I sang the song and then I said, well, the funny thing about that, we lost the rights to that. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So I, after I said that, we didn't, I think I under, like, Slightly said, no, that's not true. But I said it because when I listened back, I did, it wasn't very audible that I said that. And so I've been thinking, I've been waiting for somebody to say, hey, did you guys lose the rights for real on that? Yeah, no, we did not, Chrissy. Um, we didn't lose the rights because they're not ours to lose. <laughs> we're, that's, um, what do they call that? Uh, fair use, I think is what we're, we're using there. But we've given that author credit and we will do so again, just not right now because I can't remember what he was. <laughs> But was it was it tied in with the fact that you haven't used the theme song as part of the joke, or did that just happen to be serendipitous? That was just serendipitous. Yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't been waiting did, for somebody to mention it before oh, okay. you brought it back. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. No, because I trailed out the the uh, podcast. Right, but we haven't opened. Who, who that was the, the outro. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, that's only the legal disclaimer at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, nobody. Listens <laughs> that. Everybody stops by that point. <laughs> Now they're done. I don't even have to hear Glenn say the same thing he says every week after every podcast. We we know it's there. Well, see, what's really cool is this week I'm going to tag out with this is NPR. Well, see, that's see just if, it, if, if people actually listen to the end, they would realize that in a stroke of genius, you have recorded to date 148 Simpson esque endings. <laughs> they're all different. <laughs> this will be 149. And so if you've never listened to the end of the show, you've got to, you know, go and listen to it. But And then you'll have to go back and listen to all, all 140 the episodes. <laughs> Shall we review Terror of the Zygons? Terror of the Zygons! Returning to Earth, the Doctor and Returning. Wow, we're just <laughs> tripping all over ourselves. We are. Wow. Returning to Earth. The Doctor, Sarah Jane, and Harry arrived in the Scottish Highlands to investigate the mysterious destruction of several oil rigs in the North Sea. Local superstition speaks of a deadly threat that lurks in the mists of Tullock Moor, but the truth is even more disturbing. The legendary Loch Ness Monster is a terrifying cyborg beast which is controlled by the Zygons, an advanced alien race who are desperate to ensure their own survival at any cost. Bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to 
really going to punch this one because I like this one. Okay. I like this we'll, one. We'll give you, give I that. jumped all over your dun dun dun. You did. <laughs> you just weren't, it wasn't coming out well enough. I was going to give it a big finale. No, I'm one, of those, I'm one of those fanboys <laughs> that gushes all over this. And this is the funny thing about this, and we talked a little bit about this last week on the show, but the funny thing about this is I, until this there? DVD came out and I picked it up two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. But I, so it's rose-colored a little bit. Huh? Is it, it's rose-colored. It's rose well, it might be, but um, it's not. Because I, even on rewatching it, I, I, as soon as I picked up the DVD, I watched it. Because I just, I vivid, this is one of those one uh, stories that, uh, of, of a handful that I vividly remembered. And remembered really well because I liked it so much as a kid. And so when I watched it again, it, it wasn't. It didn't disappoint. It was one of those ones that I thought, oh, okay, am I going to watch this again? And I'm going, oh wow, this was real turkey. What did I like about this? Not at all. It's 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 not the best Doctor Who. I'll be the first to admit that. But it's an enjoyable story. It's 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 well paced. It's the it's. I think it's the fourth Doctor is best at times in this. It's got the Brigadier. It's got Unit. Something we didn't get a lot of in the fourth Doctor's era, which I absolutely love. Um, it's got Sarah Jane, it's got Harry, it's got all of these key elements that make it such a just fun, enjoyable story. And I like the fact that they sort of address the whole Loch Ness monster thing in this. I've always thought that was a really clever uh, device to add into this. Um, I think it's funny that a lot of people talk about the the pizza or the the weird interior of the Zygon ship, but I've always thought these... Really, I think it makes sense as an extension of who, what they look like. It does, it, because uh, of the way that they're I designed. Had no problem the ship makes the sense. Ship. The only problem with that is then we go to the outside and we have this very metallic-looking, <laughs> unorganic-looking ship, which I didn't bother me when I was a kid, but it, it kind of stood out this time. But I like that. I like the organic feel of the ship. I love the lighting of the set. I think it looks terrific. In fact, they I watched the behind the scenes on this, and they talked about how they wanted to light it in a certain way so that it had more of an organic feel. And they had this idea for all these like greens and purples and blues and all these different lights. And they came in, and when they lit it up, they realized, well, you got green. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think the green really adds atmosphere to the interior of the ship, and so I think that works out really well. I like the idea, even though it's it's a used idea, I like the idea of the Zygons being shaped, well, somewhat shapeshifters because they have to maintain, uh, as do the autons, the nesting conscious, uh, they have to retain the, the person in order to keep the copy so that they can they can maintain that for any, any amount of time that they need to use that. Um, yes, there's bagpipes in this, but <laughs> I've always thought it was funny, within, and I think Holly brought up the line earlier, when the brig asks Benton, you know, you've been getting uh, uh, friendly with this guy. Not, you know, you guys have, uh, know each other pretty well now. Can you ask him not to play the bagpipes while we're here? And I've also always liked that innkeeper or barkeeper or whatever he is. I think it's an inn and a bar or yeah, a bread and breakfast, bed and breakfast or something. Um, I've always oh, liked that Pegg. guy. Yeah, the guy. I didn't, and I never, I, you know, of course, never would have seen that as a child. But I've even watched this before we watched it for Friday Who, and I did not see that until you said it. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy does. He looks totally like, a, you know, a doppelganger of, of Simon Pegg. Maybe a little older, but um, so I. But I love that character, and, and it's it's it actually is very sad that he ends up dying. But spoilers, and and, 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 and he's one of the few. <laughs> Surprisingly, Zygons has a relatively low body count. Really yeah. for, 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 first of all, for this particular era, 
We're, we're the, in the Hinchcliffe era. You there's know, a guy so. at the beginning that Harry's trying to help. Well, yes. near the beginning, when Harry gets shot himself, yeah. which freaked me out as a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, there's the innkeeper. And then there's that one soldier the at the random end. soldier yeah. at the end. Yeah, the, the, the brig sends around, take the back door. Take the back door. <laughs> and he's good there. Now, I thought to myself, as I was watching Why this, doesn't the brig and Brit bit, bit and start shooting before this? Because I got editing to him. All right. He was going to surprise him, yeah. I, I, I saw this, and I thought to myself, okay, so, I mean, we, we've rescued everybody off the ship, so we didn't lose anybody there because mm-hmm. they had to keep the body prints alive. And That's another thing I like. We, we, we got yeah. out of the castle, and everything, everybody made it there, and we, we've got all these people, and everybody made it there. Okay, cool. And it dawned on me, when we're in the basement, and we're about to have this big showdown, something prickled at the back of my neck, and I went, wow, we really haven't killed anybody. And, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> And I felt bad. Oh, felt, there's the red shirt. I thought like, oh, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> because there really, there's no reason for that particular guy to die the way the story ends. I mean, this guy going to get shot. And, and wow, go Brigadier. We finally get a villain that is susceptible to bullets. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Finally. 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 After um, how long? So, uh, you know, and I mean, there's so many. Oh, I think there's. No, because the one, the, the guy that gets hit over the head makes it out. That the nurse clubs, the guy when when the nurse is in the woods, yeah, and and he goes, oh you're hurt, and bam with a rock, and I thought, well that guy's dead. No, he made yeah, it. He shows up later as well. <laughs> I thought there were we more. had Zygons that died, yeah, uh, well, because yeah, the the one that that uh, took over Harry or didn't take over Harry because uh, was shape shape shifted into Harry. Yeah, he and what a fantastic up. scene. Yeah, I was actually Wonderful. a little worried for Harry, even though I knew he comes back. <laughs> I knew he wasn't dead, but I wait. Was, oh, when does he come back? Doesn't he? Doesn't this is his last story. No, he comes back in uh, um, the other one, Android Invasion. Oh, Android he Invasion. was an Android Invasion. That's right. I there wasn't about an Android that. version of him. I forgot about that. But um, well, no, it was an Android yeah, version. It was an Android version. But then I think I think the but real Harry shows up too at the very end. Yeah, he and Bitten both. He and Bitten both show. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, everything about the way the the way Sarah climbs. Of course, you know. She You're screaming at Sarah. We saying, were totally what are you screaming. Because we, she, she walks in, and it's like she looks up there. And it's like she knows he's up there. And so we were going, take the ladder away, take the ladder away, leave him stranded. No, she climbs the ladder. It's like, oh, what are you doing? But she climbs the ladder, and that's scary. And then we get that, just the one eye, Harry looking at her shot. Yeah, and, that's, a, that's a very yeah, atmospheric and creepy scene. And, and and his acting is wonderful in that scene. Oh. Ian Martyr was okay. Ian Martyr's always good, it, it, but I mean, he's he, he wasn't. Harry in those scenes. Harry, and Harry is always the same character, and so it's nice to see him to be able to kind of, you know, branch out, branch a little out do something a little him. different. But then, you know, so we cut back to that, and then she gets up there, and then he grabs the thing, starts threatening her, and that's scary, and then, you know, she gives the Ole moment, and the guy goes over the, you know, it's like, whoa. And I thought for sure the way they shot that down below that he was going to be impaled on that fence thing. You know, there was going to be all... Well, he was impaled on something, wasn't he? I think yeah, he just landed like, on the wheel or yeah. something. Oh. But I thought he was impaled. There's something. I thought there was something sticking out of yeah, his chest. So Am I crazy? Yeah, he's a Zygon. <laughs> <laughs> they have bumps and things all over them. That's hard to Anyway, so that, that was all wonderful. But yeah, I... Uh, I, and I, you hadn't seen this. I, I'm in the same boat. You I saw hadn't this seen as this a kid. As a kid. Yeah. I, when, 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 you know, first, when it was new to me, uh, first first run, <laughs> which is a 10-year rerun after it was actually made, I think. But um, I hadn't seen it since. And um, I didn't watch it uh, until Friday Night Who. And um, 
just really riveted and I'd forgotten how much I'd forgotten a lot of it but I was really riveted to how, how, how good it was and struck very strongly with how similar th- it's kind of odd that it worked out this way how similar the story is to Warriors of the Deep we kind of made that joke uh, I think it was Chrissy who said so the Scarison is just <laughs> the Saigon the version of the Merkin yeah. and we were like yeah <laughs> but it, it is actually very similar and I think in a way that should strengthen fan love Warriors. for Warriors of the Deep because well you like Zygons don't you okay then look at the, look at this and I, they just don't want to see that you know for, I think it's for funny, such it's a minute sea- part though because the Merca was really just kind of there to take out the sea base so that the sea devils and the Silurians could take over and launch this nuclear war that would devastate the, the two well, sides the, the, this one they're actually using their weapon is the what was in it as a weapon? They're actually using it as a weapon, and it's going to go basically well take out whatever that uh, governmental energy conference thing was. Yeah, uh, to, to yeah. kind of start that. But so. I mean, framework wise, we, we we've got a group of uh, we've got a group of aliens underwater. You know, we've got a sea monster. We've got a they were underwater. The, the Zygons were underwater initially. The ship. Oh, they were. And that's where they came out. Yeah, that's right. They, they were in. in the, the Zygons have the uh, were, were but, duplicating people, and you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, taking their places um, with the, the shape shifting. The. Uh, so I think there's you're saying that, but I think there's there's echoes of a lot of Doctor. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. I, I mean, just, I, I that, that one's kind of a stretch. I can't compare. I didn't get the impression that uh, the Russians weren't working for the Sea Devils. No, but the Sea Devils had that. Um, well, those. That, oh, the, you're right. You're right. The, it was the Russians that, that were doing the mind control. The guys that were doing the mind control. Right, right. There, there were three factions. There were three right. factions. Yeah. Well, there's still mind control in it. Anyway, I just it just struck me having just watched it, and I'm sure if we had just watched. Something else. Something else. We don't. See, and I, just I, like wouldn't Zygons, even, I wouldn't even have made the comparison had Chrissy not brought up that. Well, this is the Zygons Merca, but that was that would to that was it for me as far as just that was the comparison there. And well, and I, I, I think it's I think it's interesting that. though that because I saw a lot of Autons in this. I mean, yeah, the the Auton yeah. stories idea the, where they the, were. Um, which is the one where they do the copies? Is that spearhead? Spearhead. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of spearhead in it too, and. It's funny that the, the, the episodes tend to fall down at the same point. Everybody wants to blame the Merca for being the end all be all of bad Doctor Who monsters, but then you look at the, you look at look the Loch Ness monster and you're kind of going. Ah. Oh, I think the, I think the Loch Ness monster looks so much better than the Jurassic did in the uh, Carnival of Monsters. Was it the Jurassic in that? The Jurassic. Yeah, the Jurassic. Jurassic. Yeah, I thought they looked much better than than the Jurassic did, and I like. I've always been a I fan think of the Jurassic. Jurassic looked bad at all. Um, uh, but it, I. Think, it, this, I mean, it's clearly a puppet in this. Yeah. I mean, that's that's well, what they use. Well, it's invasion of the dinosaurs. But, I mean, yeah. You know, well, I thought this was better. I thought this was better. Uh, it's better visually shot. than. Uh, it's, it's better shot. Yeah. Than, it's better uh, shot. Even I don't know that the, the puppet itself is better. Although I don't know. It just blank, it's. It, but, I don't. Know. It looks more. It didn't look rubber. Plastic. It, it, it doesn't look plastic. I think that's so, what it is. I really enjoyed it again. Maybe this is just maybe this is just me as a well, kid because uh, I enjoyed that so much. Didn't, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Didn't have that hood. So yeah. So I don't know. I just. But yeah, everything else. I mean, it's it's like I said. It still earns high marks with me for the same reasons. Is that it's really a much better constructed story than what you would initially just kind of give it credit for, for being. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Zygons. I, I we kind of laughed about them. I think when they announced 
and we saw the images of the Zygon in the 50s. In the, in the 50s we kind of, I flashed back and I was like, oh yeah, those were horrible costumes. No, they're not horrible. No, there's no not. seams. No, there's no, no, I mean, they're really they're well done. Solid. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, there was the one bit where he was trying to do something and it kind of jiggled. It didn't quite look as good. When well, some of the mouth stuff, you know, you can well, tell that there's a... the rest of the body that <laughs> just kind of Ooh, don't don't jiggle. Speaking of face, though, I, what I what I am impressed about some costumes is sometimes it's it's clearly just a guy in a costume because his face is always you know relatively humanoid, and then the rest of the costume is you know very alien. But in this one, I like how the shape of the face, even though we're incorporating the actor's face into it, we see his eyes and we see his mouth. It's very much in line of the Santarans, where they it's, do it's, such it's a, a nice job. Exactly, yeah, they do such a is. nice job of masking all the rest of the facial features that it looks very alien. And I think they do a nice job in this as well. I like too that, um, and we, we kind of, I kind of joked about this, but I like the fact that, and I don't know if it's just the design of the suit or if this is something that all the uh, actors kind of did <laughs> on their own. They all stand like mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. where they, you know, they get their chest thrust forward. Yeah. They're, they're really yeah, it might be back. necessary. It might be that, necessary because if of you how notice that head, that head is, is kind of conical and moves forward, and so I wonder if that makes it sort of top heavy. So in order to uh, find that center of balance, I almost wonder if they have to take this part oh, here that's sense. above the head, kind of pointing out over the bridge mm-hmm. of the nose, and then lean back lean so back. that their center of gravity is a little bit. That's kind of what I took away from that. But I mean, it was just—it's one of those added things that helps with the. They didn't stand. So many times you watch a movie that's got a monster in it, and the monster's obviously a guy in a rubber suit mm-hmm. because they put a guy in a rubber suit. Mm-hmm. But that was one extra element that gave these aliens a true otherworldly presence because human beings don't normally stand this way. Yeah. And that, I thought, I just, I was really struck with that this time. It's like they really look good with how they move and everything. They didn't lumber and they, no, just, they, don't lumber. they moved with purpose. They do have the. Uh, they the waddle. The necklace, <laughs> the, the necklace problem where they have to, like, not turn. a necklace like you turn, like, no neck, or you have to turn the entire body in order to look to, to, to the to left see, or the right. Yeah. But that's design. Yeah. But um, all of that was, was, was really great. I like how the doctor goes from very just, I don't really want to be here. Oh, gosh, I've been called back and I'm having to do something for unit again. But I like the way that he's just kind of, I don't know if stoic's the word for it, but how he's just kind of just there and kind of going through the motions and going through the steps. And then as, as, you know, things start to progress, he starts to kind of become a little more whimsical and fun. And he becomes the, and he He goes from this. engaged in the mystery. Yeah, exactly. He starts getting engaged in what's going on. You can tell he's very grumpy about being back. Yeah, exactly. So from the beginning, you get this one type of doctor. And at the very end, you've got the whole, a whole different doctor. And I think, I think Tom Baker's at his best in that fourth episode where he's actually on the ship. And it's still quite surprising to me, even this day. And I remember thinking this back in the, in the, in, when I was a kid, how just so flippant he is with the fact that, well, we're going to blow this ship up. Do you know what this is? This is a self-destruct mechanism. And, and we've already locked the Zygons into it. You know their fate. Yeah. So he's getting the humans off their saves, and boom, ship blows up. No thought about the fact that, hey, you just basically uh, committed genocide because they've already just in a scene or two before that explained to you that there's none of them left that their planet was gone. was essentially destroyed so obviously it's uh, funny that we don't have we have two issues, episodes ago we have issues with <laughs> create causing genocide on the Daleks but we don't think twice about the Zygons and arguably the uh, Daleks are worse <laughs> agreed they at least 
giving reason for a genocide. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought of that, actually. It doesn't bother me that much, but I did think that I should point that out. That I thought that was interesting, nonetheless. Maybe, Keith, what did you think? Maybe, maybe, I, maybe he knew something that we didn't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he maybe knows that there is. are more zygons out there. He knows another one's going to fall from <laughs> fall to Earth. I, I guess I didn't get that they were. This was the last of them. It's 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 set in a throwaway. Well, I think they address it a little bit before in the, like the first episode when they're kind of setting the the story up. It's addressed. In that fourth episode, directly oh, okay. by I can't remember. Well, they're talking to name. Harry initially when Harry. Yeah, the that's one that gets when they talk about they, the they talk first. About the fact that I remember the planet that, is destroyed. I don't know. Oh, that I, I don't remember, remember that. I remember that they it's said it again. He, he tells the doctor line. about it. I think there in the end. I don't remember him saying that we're the last of them. I remember. I remember the point of they crashed here long ago and they're going to rise up and take over the planet. Yeah, and for now their the own. doctor makes the comment that you know what are you going to do with the planet? It seems a bit big for just six of you. Right, yeah, he so says there's more Zygons waiting. You're right, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that's so, what it was. Okay. So then, he's, 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 he's okay right. to yeah. uh, No I, genocide. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, no yeah I thought there was a fleet waiting to come. You're right, there yeah. was a fleet okay. waiting. I had forgotten about that. Hanging out with their pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> this is a solid story. Uh, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of in between Glenn and Chrissy. I can, I, I don't know if it's all that that. Fanboys hyped it up to be, but it is solid. I, I don't have much complaints about the story at all, uh, and it feels like a great continuation of that first season of Tom that I love. Which, ironically enough, this is the first story of the next of the following season. I went and yeah, yeah. But it, I, well, it picks up right at the end of which Revenge of the Cyber directly at the yeah. end. Yeah. But where did he get the Scottish stuff? Did well, he, just go in the closet and find that because they're going to Scotland. I think he picked it up in some tourist spot in the <laughs> oh in well, the town no, I because he stopped they stepped off. No, he stepped out of the tourist. Oh, he did step out of the tourist. Well, that's what I mean. I think they popped down into some town. He got the stuff, and then they materialize where you see them start as he comes out of the. Oh, I'm sure. It's in, I'm sure it's in wardrobe. <laughs> Probably or. Or it lends to the idea that they the could do more stories so. in between. They could. I'd love to have some more Sarah Jane and Harry stories. That'd be Man, yeah. We've lost both of them, but they could do it other ways, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Novels or Novels, something. Yeah. Um, and I didn't quite get why... Like, I got the end overall plot of the Zygons of what they were trying to do, but why were they attacking the oil rigs? Were they just in the way? I think that was it initially when 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 the doctor's kind of I, I know giving gets, the spiel to the attention. duke when he when he's explaining to the duke that he thinks that uh, that underwater channel that leads from Loch Ness to the sea and that they all of a sudden started building these oil rigs there. Oh, and, and so Nessie started so Nessie had to go them. doing other things. So oh. they they had to do that in order to keep that channel open. But I think it also became a matter of well now well, that, now that we're here let's go for it you yeah know? okay that makes sense now okay that was my really my only complaint with the story everything else is really enjoyable about it I like the, I like the Zygons and the ideas and the shape shifting Sarah Jane is phenomenal in this story Harry is great mm-hmm. uh, especially in the fact that Harry gets delegated to being on the ship and being captured he has some great stuff to do in yeah. this. He's from, not just this captured. from the guy who got stuck in a giant clam two weeks ago, but <laughs> <laughs> two stories ago. But you know, so it's I. I think it's well balanced. I think it's one really of the things is. that I really like about and it is everybody has something to do. Units is great in it. It's, oh, it's great to have a unit back. Benton ben- and how great <laughs> Benton is. That Benton is 
What, I mean, look, look, let's, let's just run through the list of what Benton does. First of all, he's cool. Secondly, he, he's in charge of the bug thing, even though he doesn't wind up finding it, but that's not his fault. Um, he, he hunts down the monster in the woods. You know, we've got it cornered. That was a whole, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. whole chase sequence was cool a bit, right? Then he's on top of the whole, hey, we saw Harry, and Sarah, okay, let's go do this. And, I mean, he's, Benton is involved in every step of the way. And doing things, while the brings off, oh, I'm chatting up the Duke and everything, Benton's running the operation and doing a bang really job He deserves a it. higher rank than a sergeant. I know. He's not a sergeant in this one. Is, is he not? No, is remember he, he's, get promoted? Uh, they call him Mr. Benton because he's commanding officer now. Or he's not an officer. He's a whatever, whatever. Because he's Lance Corporal or whatever. No, he's he, he's not. They, in fact, <laughs> his address is RSM. That's what it is. Uh, which can't remember what it stands for. I don't Royal know. Sergeant yeah, Master. He, after after uh, Yates yeah. left, Benton essentially got elevated to the Briggs right hand man. But because he is not an officer, regimental sergeant major. That's right. That's he does not. Is. He gets he the highest uh, enlisted rank. But he can't be considered an officer, so he doesn't get ranked above that. I guess I don't understand why he's not an officer. You have to go to school to be an officer. He probably didn't oh. go to school. He's enlisted. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I gotcha. You either enlist, okay. and then you can only go up through so high, or you go to school, and then you can be an officer. Okay. Get officer okay. school. Well, he had to, oh, well, he had, he had to go to school because he should be. Uh, he had to go to school. <laughs> he had to go to school because he, he deserves. I'm higher. still waiting for him to show back up in Doctor Who. <gasps> he's alive and kicking. Maybe that's a surprise. <laughs> that would be cool. Forget the doctors. Let's bring Benton back. It, is, it is icons. <laughs> I want to address the. I want to address the, the fanboyishness about this, and I think part of that is the is the hype over this. Is probably people are in the same boat as Sean and I, because they, 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 the repeats and well, what happens is I, you know, the, the first VHS came out in '88, and then it was a Laserdisc in '97, which isn't a popular format or wasn't a popular format. <laughs> Um, it was released again in '99 in the United, United Kingdom and in 2000 on DVD. Or I'm sorry, in I'm sorry, in 2000 in the United States and Canada. So it's been 13 years since probably this has been in any sort of media, and a lot of people probably haven't seen it. And remember, it took this long to get to DVD, so I think a lot of people it's, remember it from at least 15 years ago or 13 years ago, and it gets built up a little bit. But I still think it holds. Well, over the over the years, and I think it still comes out to be a, a truly tremendous story. It, 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 I, I I agree, it's a great story. I think it's a bit overhyped, but but I think that's why it's overhyped. I, 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 I can see gets, why that's over. I I can see why fanboys glom to it and, and this, go, "This is a great example of awesome Doctor Who." This, if I'm correct, is the final than Tom Baker story to be released on DVD. This is the final Tom the Baker story to be released on DVD. They're they are all, all available, available on DVD unless they're out of print. None of them are out of print, according to the list Chrissy sent us. Not yet. Not yet. <clears throat> I, um, yeah, it's. I don't know what else to say about this. I, mean, it's, it's, I, it's, I like this. I like the the Loch Ness connection. I like the oh, the Duke. The I Duke like, was cool. The Duke, Duke is cool. one of those guys that you. I you imagine is going to be an entirely different person. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people that you don't like. You're meant to not like him, and then when he, you kind of find out why, you're not meant to like him. And then he's the real version of him is released later. It works out so oh, well. Yeah, and you, I like the fact that they they have the whole uh, the brig uh, dressed in the kilt, and the fact that he mentions well because. It's the Lethbridge. <laughs> my name is Lethbridge Stewart of the Stewart clan. <laughs> I, I love that. It was fantastic. So they talk about his uh, heritage and his 
past and ancestorship. And then there at the end, when the Duke makes the comment about, um, do they have return tickets? I thought you'd catch those in. You aren't, aren't you Scottish? You know, those <laughs> fantastic little moments. Of this. And and the Duke uh, is played by John Woodnut, yes, who appeared previously in Spearhead from Space. Oh, he was also in Frontier in Space as the Draconian Emperor. He played both Broton, the Zygon, and the Duke in this one. Oh, wow. And then uh, he will reappear. Broton, that was the name I Broton. He will reappear in Keeper of Trocken. <laughs> which you're never going to get to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go and watch it on my own. <laughs> That's, it is the, no, for you it is lost. <laughs> it doesn't exist. doesn't exist. Keeper of Trocken does not exist for Keeper. All right. I've decided we need to do Caves of Androzani. And the Twin Dilemma together. <laughs> well, one comes right after the other. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a brilliant idea. Let's go from here <laughs> to here. <laughs> the episode will be called The High and the Low. <laughs> <laughs> How far we drop. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. Should we talk about what's coming up on the schedule? Or do you guys have more to talk about Zygons? There was a statement I was going to make about it, but now I don't remember. Did you watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff? I did. Mm-hmm. I watched the making of. Anything uh, nugget-wise worthy? Well, I'm kind of holding on to that from my oh, blog. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I no, just... No, no, I, no. I, did I you watch the director's cut? Um, I have not watched the director's cut. Because that's the special edition. Yes, I have, not, I have not watched the director's cut of this yet. Which I, I, I hear has just some extra scenes. A deleted scenes scene. And, <laughs> and well, and they've, they've, scene. They've, that's what this says. They've changed some of the visuals as well in it. So. Mm. Special oh, speaking of visual, okay, the ship. That's the other thing that I wanted to bring up. I was thoroughly convinced that they had recycled the Zygon spaceship from something else. The look of it with mm-hmm. the, the the things, and it was flying overhead. And I was like, I know. And I went and looked it up. I cannot find anything that indicates it's been recycled or reused. So I think it's it's just interesting that of all the things I were something that must have a near design to it. Then. Well, well, I, I brought up uh, resurrection. Of the Daleks? I thought the Daleks ship at oh, the end. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> well, just, just... Maybe I'm remembering that one wrong. Then. Yeah. It's kind of got that... The feet. The feet thing, yeah. But, yeah, it's... I mean... And I, I just think it's interesting. Of all the things that I distinctly well, remember from Terror of the Sign, I can't believe that the ship is what glommed onto my head. Here's, here's something that, funny that, that you bring way. that up. Uh, because I remember that ship when I was listening to uh, Daleks Master Plan... Mavic Chin's ship is called the Spar, and every time I pictured them outside the Spar, the exterior of the Spar, I, this is the ship that I pictured. And I don't know why, if it's just because it was something from my youth that I just, you know, sometimes you just grab things out of your mind when you're trying to visualize things yeah. and you put things yeah. you're familiar with. And it was funny that I did that right after, and right after I had watched or listened, watched and listened to that, I watched Zycons and went, oh. <laughs> That's the ship from my head. <laughs> because at the, well, because one of the surviving pieces of uh, Dalek Master Plan, we actually get to see what the spar looks like as it's trying to take off. And so I went, oh, that doesn't look anything like I imagined. And then following that, I watched Zycons and went, oh. There it is. That's <laughs> what I was picturing. And that's where I got it from. Well, and the closest that I could come up with was the ship, uh, the uh, oh, what are they? The Movellan ship in mm, the Movellans are similar. It's Destiny it's, Dogs, it's, but it's, it's not got as that pyramid yeah, on the it's bottom. More of that, it's, it's, that, it's, it's, it's not yet. It's, so. it's more of a compact, blocky design. With yeah, you're right. The the, the yeah pyramid. It's, 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 like it's a, a drill bit, yeah, so they exactly, can go down yeah, because it yeah. sits flush on the on the, on the ground. 
but um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know why, but I was I was fully convinced that oh there it is I've seen it. <laughs> nope nope it's not a because I do that with Star Trek I'll, I'll recognize props and go oh that's the cloaking device from episode twenty yeah they you use that before? no this was not <laughs> so I don't know props to the prop department that's right nice. and I love the way it's shot <laughs> that we get all of those. Here's the ship, really up close. Yeah, the force perspective. And tiny yes. people yeah. are jumping out of this. I just, something I'll tell you, they yeah, did yeah. a really good job. That is fantastically shot. It's a that lot is better a, than that, the tank. If you're going to use an example of uh, well done force perspective, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. Really that's is. how you do it. And then you show robot to show how badly yeah, it can be looks. <laughs> Why are you gonna pick on my robot, man? <laughs> <laughs> you got You have to. Admit, Why you got to pick on my robot? That was a terrible, terrible shot. That tank. And I, I, I love the bit of the Briggs solution as well. We're going to send missiles, mortars into the lake to scare them out. That's so Brig. That's so unit. And <laughs> you so unit, so Brig. Uh, coming up next on the schedule, Friday night. Well, first we've got November 5th, Flicks with Friends. We're doing V for Vendetta, which is a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Today's the third, fourth, fifth. Yep. Well, now it's the fourth. But well, yeah, I guess you're right. Did my clock set itself back on my computer. It set it back to it, itself back to. No, it should. Daylight. It did. Oh, you're asking if I was, I was, I was double checking because I it still you. had a notice. I, I pulled up my calendar and it still had a notice. Daylight saving time ended on ends on Sunday. Okay. I was like, wait, I thought you were saying it that it, it set itself and then it set itself back to daylight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> speaking, I know that we've done this a billion times and I will standard never get it right. Time. We now are in, CST. now in standard. Standard. Yes. It seems backwards for now, like four months. Okay. Um. Yeah, we we've been saying that this is we this is daylight daylight, daylight has become it's standard. Not. We actually we should be considering November what would it be the third uh, as daylight standard time. We set back to daylight standard, but we always say daylight savings time ends today. Well, I guess it does end. Yeah, so. daylight saving time ended. Anyway, because um, it's standard daylight. So what's going on in the fifth? When, when you see things posted on the website daylight. in regards to scheduling, if it comes from posted by Sean, <laughs> take the time with a grain of salt. He's got a fifty-fifty chance. It, of yeah, right. it's, it's it's probably not right. Anyway, so flicks with friends, November fifth. We're not saving any daylight in the summer or in the uh, winter. That's the way you look at it. We're not saving any light in the winter. Okay, um, and are we doing that at eleven? Or are we going to push it back? Um, let's do eleven fifteen if we can. I don't want to push it too late because I don't want everybody to be able yeah, to. Yeah, it's a longer move. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, let's do eleven fifteen. Give eleven fifteen to get home so and get, can so get home and join Because I don't usually get out of there until a quarter till. So. And then uh, next week for Friday Night Who, we're doing uh, number three on the countdown. Not literally number three, but Doctor Number Three on the countdown <laughs> with John Pertwee and the Damons. Oh, I was going to bring that up. You got all excited about Benton in this one. You just wait. Oh, really? You just wait. I love me some Benton. Uh, so we're going to do uh, The Damons. And then uh, our show next week, we're covering The Damons and IDW's comic book Prisoners of Time 10. Because it will be out. Because it will be out. So you can pick up your copy in stores this week and get it read. Because, you know, it's a, a quick reads. Oh, yeah. And uh, then we'll be talking about that. And um, we'll probably have some Epiversary stuff since it's the big 150 for us. And uh, Sean's got lots planned. I sure, sure. 
<laughs> I'm bringing a horn. <laughs> you know, we always joke about that, but we haven't done it yet. Nope. I've inserted horn. Yeah. We've tried to make horn sounds with our mouth. But Never quite successfully. And then the following week uh, is number two on the list for uh, Friday Night Who would be The Dominators with Patrick Troughton. And then uh, episode number 151 of our show is our full-blown 10th Doctor, because this is the 10th Doctor's Month for us. So we'll be covering the Revisited special and our talk of his era. And number 151. And there's that. Alright. Should we, should we update... Oh, I suppose on, we can, wait, I suppose, I suppose we'll keep going. Later. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, the following week, we're doing uh, William Hartnell in an unearthed child for Friday Night Who, and then uh, episode one fifty two, the fiftieth will be out, and <laughs> we'll be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk Day of the Doctor, and then we are going to go and then, and then. <laughs> on the November twenty ninth. We, we, we inserted a week here in, a, in our schedule. Uh, we're going to do the five doctors for Friday night, who, and then our show. And we're show, doing the special edition. The special edition of the five yes, doctors. because we have done. Because we've done the theatrical. And the then. But um, I miss the special effects in the theatrical. And then uh, our show will be light at the end. So we're going to do the 50th, and then we'll talk light at the end. And we can talk about how similar they are that they have all those doctors in them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then in we'll December, do. we'll do the 10th planet yes. and start our 11th doctor stuff. But you can pick up the 10th planet early in a few weeks here. So. Yeah, it'll be out in yes. North America here in a few weeks. And I did order some for work, so hopefully we'll get them. Yay. Let me know. Yep. Hopefully. So I'll be the one picking that one up. Cool. All right. Well, we are. Uh, Tallying the uh, submissions from the contest that we have uh, put forward. And I do want to go back over those and make sure that I've got everybody because we will be drawing a winner next week. So let me get this opened up here. While he's doing that, I'm going to open your boxes. (laughs) What did you get? Oh. (laughs) Your blind bagged figures are the squiggle monster from Fear Her... (laughs) And the Absorbaloff. <laughs> so congratulations to whoever Lucky is going to get these next week. I seem to be missing some people now. This isn't good. We're teasing. We're not going to open the blind boxes. All right. Well, uh, here's what I've got. And let us know this week. If you don't, I don't know, I have all these flagged. Okay. Well, I have everybody who I said last week, but for some reason they're not flagged anymore. Huh. So I'm going to have to go back through this anyway. Um, all right. Well, I've got Kevin. And I have... These are the ones I've recently re- received. Michelle. Who has two. And I have Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. And Lisa sent us a beautiful photo of where she uh, listens to us, um, our podcast and I will. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes for you guys, so you can take a look at it. I have Dan. I have. We did get Doctor Phil. <laughs> His was oh, poof, he? bam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Brian, and I have Chrissy, and I have Brenda, and I have Lisa, 
Oh, wait, Lisa was... Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I said Lisa already. I have London I, and I have Brittany. Sorry, I'm going down through this list here. Oh, I think... I, no, I didn't have Rachel. I don't think. Did you get mine? No, you don't count. I can't <laughs> I, remember. Did I get I one from Rachel? One. I can't remember, because if I did, I don't have it flagged. But I think she said she got it, but not in time. I think I read that somewhere. I, I never saw one from her. Okay, so... Um, so that's who I've got. If I haven't said... Or did it say Daryl? Or was Daryl one of them? I apologize. My uh, my flags are missing now. So uh, if I didn't read your name out here, give me a holler. Uh, send, send me a note of feedback and say, hey, I sent it. And uh, I'll be able to look back through it. Obviously, everything will be time stamped. Oh, Dan. Dan. No, I did get Dan. You did, did get Dan? Yeah. So Dan? Um, but I've got everything timestamped here. I think what I've done is I've flagged some of these on my computer and it doesn't, they're not, it's not talking to my iTunes or my, uh, iPad. Um, but if I didn't read your name out today, uh, give me a, give me a heads up so that we can make sure that we get you in there because your letters will be timestamped and we'll have everything, you know, official. So, um, we will be drawing three winners. Everybody has a chance at two submissions. If you bought both of them, if you only bought one, then you have one submission. Three winners? We got three winners. Yeah, we'll have three top winners. Um, if oh, you're one of those gets two, how are you doing this? No, no. The three top winners each get a. We're going to draw three times, oh, and three winners three gets times, one. Three one box. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what we finally came down to, right? Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. Oh, we okay. Down. Yeah, the three winners. Each well, each winner my gets. Gag each, doesn't work. No each winner you gets a weird good thing. <laughs> each winner gets a box. Um, and they are blind boxes. We don't plan to open them despite what... What's, what's the third one? What's despite the third one? What's what Sean did. A <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. Oh, I would Merca, take a Merca. Keeping that. Um, <laughs> but they will be blind boxes, so you'll get those and we won't know them. But you'll have to take a picture of them and let us know what you got. Send we'll, them our way. So we'll read off their names. They have to send us their addresses. That's right. We'll, read, well, we'll take care of all that next week. Okay. Um, but... To be Mr. fair, James Smith of nineteen to be fair, <laughs> I think what we'll do is if we draw your name and you win one, you'll be yours will be you're, set aside so that other people you're, have you're a chance to win. Yeah, you're once you've won one, yeah, you're out of the drawing to make it make it fair so other people can get them. So and that's it. Give as much goodies as possible. We'll, we'll draw all the names out of a hat or a bag postage. or a box or something like that, and uh, it'll be fun. So be sure to tune in next week to find out who should, wins. Should, should we should we draw them out of a fez? We can draw them out of I, do, I do have my Keith fez. has a fez. We'll do that. Yeah. We can bind that to them. The actual <laughs> drawing. Or Instagram video them. Or Instagram video them. There's no one to do the If that's, <laughs> that's going to do it for this week, until next week, I'm Glenn. I am alive. I'm Keith. Cheers. I'm Sean. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. <laughs> what? You threw him off. He didn't know what to do. I was going to try to mime something. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think it would come across on the Yeah, microphone. that doesn't kind of come across in audio. So I was trying to come up with a substitute in the last second and couldn't. <laughs> Thinking I'm our feet in is... love with her and I feel mine. There's another one. <laughs> There's another one. The time who loved her. <laughs> Thinking on our feet is not our strong suit. We really, should, really shouldn't make us do that. That's why we're not doing Dr. You. We're not in a yeah. prom group. I took improv classes. Oh, I obviously work. don't remember anything. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> did, did, did the only thing I remember is say yes. <coughs> did you get D's? No, I passed. With D's? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. It was in high school, so that was ten years ago. <laughs> that 
more than ten years ago. That, that was more than scenery. Most people or? take French and forget it. Most people take Spanish and forget <laughs> it. Keep the improv and forgot all about it. it. <laughs> I didn't say I was good at it. I said I passed, and I don't. I didn't ever got. I didn't get a D. So <laughs> Johnny Cash's "I Walked the Mine." <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag. Mine the five. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, it's a new hashtag. <laughs> we are on our way to the earliest show we ever had. Bye. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.